Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, and punk and hardcore adjacent music that people send in to us. Uh, typically, it's our first time hearing the release in question, and we just honestly react to whatever we're hearing. Uh, sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't. But it's important to remember that we are not critics. It's not a review show. We don't make a whole lot of objective value judgments. We just like punk and hardcore, so we talk about it for a couple hours each week and encourage people to go out and engage with it in whatever way that you can. Buy physical releases, go see shows, uh, as that is slowly rolling out and becoming a possibility again. And uh, that's really all there is to it. Some of you might also know that uh, recently, a few months ago, we also decided to launch a tape label um, off of the back of, uh, of the Patreon money that we're bringing in. We wanted to do something constructive with it and, uh, actually put something tangible out into the world and, and genuinely, you know, put our money where our mouth is. Um, well, put your money where our mouth is. Um, so we, uh, we launched that with a release by the Romanian band Cold Brats. And, uh, I'm very stoked that we have Demolition number two in hand now. Um, we haven't really talked about it on the show. I, I kind of just like, I mean, it worked out for the last one. I kind of like these spur of the moment releases where, um, we just talk about it after we have the tape in hand. That way there's no pre-order period. There's no waiting around for two months to get your product. Just you order it. And then within the next couple of weeks you have it. So Demolition number two is uh, a band called Histamine from Australia. We've had them on the show a couple times. They are a super, super dope hardcore band from down there that play, um, play a, a style of hardcore that is both pulling from sort of the contemporary zeitgeist, but also injecting um, some darker bordering on post-punk sensibilities. And uh, the tape that we did for them is a collection of their three releases that they've done over the course of the last three years. So their demo um, a self-titled cassette that they put out and then a self-titled seven inch that they put out last year. And the mm -hmm. cassette just collects all three of those releases. Um, so it's effectively a discography release. And uh, if you're here in this episode, they are, uh, they're up for grabs. I will put a link to order them in the show notes. Um, so you can just click directly on that order one, order two, order three, you know, order as many as you want. And it's a proper tape. It's 12, it's 12 songs. Yep. Um, no repeats. Right. Yep. yep. It's a proper tape. None of this fucking bullshit two song, you know, minute 45 bullshit. None of that. <laughs> no, you're proper fucking tape. It is a proper tape. You are, you are getting, uh, about, uh, you know, close, close to an LP's worth of material. You, you will be able to, to drive across town or at least reach your destination Probably if you're traveling in town before the tape expires, right? It's not like first fucking stop sign. Oh, tape's done. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So yeah, it, it, correct. This is a this is a proper cassette that is uh, worth everybody's time and money and uh, and the resources expended to create them, uh, both fiscally and materially. Um, yeah, I'm really, really stoked about this. This is as we talked about previously. Um, I think we're kind of viewing it as an opportunity to uh to you know like push bands that maybe wouldn't wouldn't be distro distroed in the states otherwise um or might be hard to get a hold of for stateside listeners um so as of right now everything is just stateside only we had a couple people in the uk and europe ask about them last time um histamine will get a, 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 some copies of the tape so if you're an australian listener um they'll get a handful of them that you can buy from them not a whole lot but enough that you know a few people could get their hands on them down in australia but we want to focus on bringing it to north american uh, listeners just because it's stuff that largely wouldn't come out in North America unless somebody were doing it. So we just decided to be the 
wants to do it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's really that's really all there is to it. Like I said, it's a fucking it, they're a really really sick band, and I'm really really stoked uh, that Tully and the rest of them were uh, were down to work with us on this. The tapes turned out awesome. They sound great. They look sick. Um, I'm 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 really stoked, like genuinely hyped that we uh, that we get to do this and that we're we're two releases in so far without a hitch. So on that note, Nate, you got anything anything to add? Oh, I guess I wanted to say um, if uh, hopefully hopefully this episode will also go off without a hitch. I already told Nate, but I'm recording I'm recording live. This is the maiden voyage from myself and my girlfriend's uh, new apartment. We just got the internet set up today. Um, yeah, and and and. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. This is, as long as I've known you, this is the first time that you've gone in with a partner on a place. Like you've moved into places where partners live, right? I've never, I've never even moved into a place where partners lived. I've just lived, I've just like spent a lot of time yeah. there, but I've never moved my stuff in with like a yeah. romantic partner. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know. Get it while it's hot, because I bet you, you know, this, 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 we know, we know what this means, right? <laughs> What's it mean? This, this means that you're growing up. This means that uh, all this stuff's going to get thrown to the wayside, man. <laughs> you're going to start to ac accumulate bullshit. Your life's going to get more complicated and intertwined with somebody. And uh, you ain't going to have time for this shit anymore. <laughs> you, you, you live with your romantic partner and you have time for it? I have such an unorthodox relationship with my partner. We were together for more than a decade before we occupied the same living space. That's even true. Even then, even then, even now, I am like a fucking feral cat in the house, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I am an un, I, I'm like that unfriendly cat that once in a while will show up. You want you to scratch its ass a little bit, and then it like turns around and hisses at you and bites and runs away, right? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what I am now, right? <laughs> sure. That's as good as it's going to get. So, you know, I'm just saying I have a very unorthodox relationship um, and uh, you're much more ortho romantically orthodox man than I am. To an extent, for sure. Yeah. Um, right. But uh, but nonetheless, I, I would still argue that I am far less so than maybe an average person. You're going to you're um, going to get comfy. Right. Uh -huh. You spent a year in quarantine. Right. On yeah. come the pounds. Right. Yeah. On come the pounds. You're going to get comfy. You're going to get, I don't know, a dog, right? The dog is like uh, a trial run, right? It takes like, it takes up your fucking time, right? Yeah. It's just a, a winnowing, a winnowing of liberty, right? <laughs> I don't think it's going to go that way. We'll see. We'll see. I don't we'll want, see. I don't want a dog at all. Actually, it was a huge point of uh -huh. contention that she was bringing a cat. Uh-huh. Exactly. You don't want a dog, <laughs> right? I think you don't want a dog. Nobody that fucking lives with somebody else wants shitty lawn furniture. Nobody wants a fucking deck and a lawn and a flower bed, right? Nobody wants that shit, but you get that shit. <laughs> Nobody wants a fucking labradoodle or oodle of some fucking sort, right? That you have to get, but you do eventually, right? Yeah. Nobody fucking wants it, right? But it's like there's a there's a fucking right now you're sitting on the precipice of an event horizon from which there is no return. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Man. We'll see. We'll see. 
I think you'll be I think you'll be pleasantly proven wrong on that front. All right, we'll see. I'm already 31 saying. years old. I think the ship has kind of sailed on me for that. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so, all right. So, oh, I got to say though, uh so so this is by far um sort of like the nicest place I guess like materially that I have ever lived, right? But I think much like you who is also currently habit inhabiting i think probably the nicest place that you've lived in certainly since you've lived in fort wayne um how you have a sort of a hive of drug addicts and deeply mentally ill folks that live next to you um i just have like a meth addict that lives right above me whose friends are over all the time so yeah that's gonna be fun you guys you guys signed a year lease right yes bet you bet you you'll be fucking itching to get out of that place in about eight months <laughs> well we'll see uh homeboy upstairs is uh only on a six-month lease and it's uh according to the landlord just kind of a trial period to see uh-huh. how it goes be itching to get out of there in four months right <laughs> meth addict right meth addict is one thing right uh-huh. meth addict whose friends come all over all the time is a totally different fucking thing <laughs> yeah because I w- because i can guarantee you all those motherfuckers are meth addicts too. <laughs> well, it was it was posed to me that he is in recovery currently. You know, okay, so. well, good for him then. I, I sincerely good for him. I hope I hope that that's the case, right? I hope it goes that way. Um, I certainly do. You know, but um, I don't. Not for your sake. Who gives a shit, right? Because <laughs> um, honestly, let's face it. If it does go good for him, yeah, then that's boring for you. That's true. That is, that is a good, a very good point. Right, but I would rather it go good for him than things be wild for you. For sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. neighbor, my neighbor. Um. I, did you hear some of the recordings? I have heard some of the recordings. So screaming about who has power and he has ultimate power. Yeah. The other day, as I was leaving for work at like six thirty in the morning screaming about how it's time he's tired of this bullshit somebody's got to do something (laughs) somebody's got to stand up somebody has to show their power and as i was loading my truck up i was like jesus christ like this motherfucker gonna start shooting or something like he was all in i mean top of the lungs screaming in his fucking house in, in his apartment i also think that it's i think i think that it's the dude that I took to the hospital, Mr. X Files. Oh, the guy who uh, had the dude that's been talking to me about napalm death, yeah, and stuff. And now he's screaming about the fires of hell and the power of Jesus is real, and he has the fucking power of the Lord, and the Lord is the Lord, and somebody's got to fucking stand up because this bullshit has gone on too too fucking long, and somebody's got to do something. <laughs> so you know, well, well, I hope for your sake that it's not he who decides to do something. I, I hope it is, right? <laughs> like, I don't know what he's going to do. I'm not saying, like, I want him to go fucking, you know, like, go ape shit on a shooting rampage, right? But, sure. like, you know, if anybody's going to do something, I want to see him ha- take a fucking crack at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose, man. I mean, it would be fun. You know? I mean, yeah. you know, I just sit in my house and look out my window, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I'll have, uh, I'll have uh, trusty old Bessie beside me just in case he comes and knocking, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, just sit there and look out the window. Just, uh, you know, I guess uh, in, in, enjoy the spectacle. Yeah, for sure. 
So, <clears throat> all right. So uh, on that note, let's uh, let's jump into the queue this week. We have got first up Invigorator, which is uh, a stout submission, and once again, it looks it looks as <laughs> such. <laughs> Holy know? shit! This fucking artwork. The art's amazing, right? <laughs> Yeah. It's it's like um it's like a classic like crossover cover but all done in MS paint. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's so sick. I can't dude. like like you could tell a lot of effort went into it to make it look super shitty. Yeah, for sure, man. I, yeah. I, I really love how that looks. Yeah. Um the next up we have a band whose name uh I'm gonna try to pronounce. I think I think it's just Skurd, S-G-U-R-D, with okay. uh the beginning of the end. This was sent in by Rich Miles. Um I think it was, I, I can't remember exactly how he described this. Um, I think he, he, oh yeah. Early agnostic front rehearsing with the equipment of void. Okay. Um, uh, is, that sounds really fucking good. I mean, that the, sounds great. So the artwork on this is pretty good too. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that both of these come up because I want to, I want to have a little bit of a discussion on this art. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, then we have got Mortuary Spawn with uh, Spawn from the Mortuary. This was sent in by Lewis F. Says it's uh, just, you know, contemporary heavy death metal that is uh, super good. Mm-hmm. Then we have got uh, Sloy, S L O I, from Italy with their self titled release. This was sent in by Eric Harsh. Um, just said that it's uh, ripping European D beat stuff. Then we have got the Terror Complex with Hurt Me, Haunt Me. This was sent in by Dawson Jenkins. Says that it's uh, dark synthy stuff. Then we have got Snitch Bastard Judas, which I think is uh, a pretty good name, with In My Restless Dreams. This was sent in by Vlad Nikovsky. It's another release from the Delayed Gratification Records camp over in Ohio. Then we have got Dawn Raid, R-A-Y apostrophe D. I, I think that's a, a very dumb uh, affectation. The release is Wildfire. This was sent in by Nate Fox, who plays drums for Moist Boy, and uh, he described it as a new UK-based um, folk-slash-black metal band, hmm. which uh, sometimes I like, but not too frequently. Don't like to hear the F word in <laughs> any in any context. <laughs> no, not really. So uh, the next up, we have got No One People. This was sent in by Brandon Hayden, who is also the the mastermind behind the project. So this is, uh, I guess, a mutual friend of uh, Adam Walker's. And Adam is actually playing bass on this release. I guess it's uh, Brandon, his wife. And then he says this project is kind of like um, he's setting out for it to be a revolving a revolving cast of collaborators, like long distance collaborators, people that he's met on tour and stuff that he kind of like, you know, people you have pipe dreams about starting bands with, but like sure. distance and time just makes it not, not possible. So he's doing this project in an attempt to include all of them and uh, put it out as a series of seven inches. And this is, um, I guess going to be the debut release on Adam's new label. 18 is nine. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. So our homie Adam Walker, who I actually just saw when I was out in Seattle, um, well, I, uh, there's a picture of him there. And I just wanted to mention, I, uh, guested on Adam's podcast. Oh yeah. He actually mentioned that to me. Yeah. So I was on, uh, it's, it's called, uh, Midnight Flicks. Oh, sick. And we, uh, revisited, uh, the Guinea pig series. Um, basically we were, we just revisited mermaid in a manhole yeah. and talked about that. And I came to the, the, um, I guess revised conclusion that it sucks, um, in virtually every way. And, um, 
Adam came to the conclusion that uh, he likes it even more than he used to. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I have no idea what this sounds like. Uh, I only know that our uh, that our good friend is involved in it. Then next up we have, I believe this is pronounced Snet. Uh, it's S-N-E-T, but with uh, accent marks that I'm unfamiliar with over the E and the T. This is a band from Sweden. It was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. Um, just says that uh, it's like ripping, ripping like um, old school death metal stuff. And then last up, we have got Meat Sweats with their self-titled EP. This was sent in by Anthony, who plays in Gel. Um, he he said that we're going to hate this. I already am pretty convinced that I am going to hate this. I think I listened to their first thing when it came out. Um, I think this is like, it's basically a joke. I think like a joke kind of like gore grind project. Um, mm. And I think my initial reaction when I heard it was that I, it was upsetting uh, to hear <laughs> to hear somebody who I know is so musically capable do something so fucking stupid. So um, a- Anthony's in this? Anthony's in this, yeah. Okay. So, um, and he, and like I said, he said that we would hate this and, and my brief experience with this, um, backs that assertion up, but if we land on it, I guess we'll find out. So, uh, let's roll the dice to see what's up first. Three. Okay. Three is Mortuary Spawn. So one of the, uh, two death metal bands that we have in the queue tonight, the band camp is mortuaryspawn.bandcamp.com. The release is spawned from the Mortuary, and I believe that this is their debut. Uh, according to the supported by area of Bandcamp, it seems like a lot of people are fucking with this. Yeah. Um, and it also appears that their uh, the, the T-shirts that they had on here are sold out, so I guess people are just dying to rep this band. Well, there's, there's cassettes available um, from the Chamber of Amesis, and... Um the uh the lineup for the band uh-huh. right and their uh their uh instruments that they play or their role in the band yeah um completely made up words words that don't even make sense <laughs> in the context of one another. yeah psychotic pleximetry <laughs> yeah uh, oxidized porculus agitation uh-huh <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i can imagine what an oxidized porculus would appear and i guess like, you're sh- you know? shaking it you're agitating it right yeah, yeah i suppose so um yeah. and it, it looks like the uh tapes on chamber of amesis are actually sold out as well so um so uh, like i said evidently uh either people really like this or they you know press 20 tapes one of the two mm-hmm. um so i guess let's just uh we'll just jump right in um i get well they also have a title track uh which is the last song on here typically we go with that um they have the first song queued up to play. What you let's, wanna, let's what you go with do. the first one. Okay, all right. So we're gonna listen to "Crepuscular Imperilment" by Mortuary Spawn off of Spawn from the Mortuary. Thank you. 
Okay, we just heard the song Crepuscular Imperilment by Mortuary Spawn off of their debut EP, Spawn from the Mortuary. How'd you feel about that, Nate? That was pretty good. I got into, I really got into it when that riff came in around three minutes mm-hmm. um, in the back, like the last bit of the song. Um, yeah, I like that. I don't have a ton to say about it because I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like the carcass-esque sort of intro there. For sure. Um, I just associate that with carcass. Um, and uh, by and large, yeah, pretty fucking solid. Yeah, all of the harmonizing on this was uh, was, yeah. was very necroticism and or um, heartwork era carcass for sure. Um, this is so so like the rest of the song wasn't no the rest of the song was not no right um but it was still pulling certainly from death metal of that era and mm-hmm. uh, i think doing it very capably yeah i liked this a fucking lot um i I've, I've said it before i will say it again now there's a whole lot of death metal in this vein coming out right now and most of it that rises to the top at least um that actually gets attention uh internationally is pretty fucking good yeah it is i i i like i like the trend of i mean they're not completely eschewing sort of like flair and you know flash and being flashy and so forth but i like just kind of getting back to the filth of it yeah Um, and that being the you know that being the foundation for the entire song for sure yeah, for sure, man. And uh, yeah, this is this is another really solid entry into the into a, a long list of bands that is uh, doing this style of death metal right now and, and doing it very well. I also think that we're we're getting to the point where we're getting enough uh, submissions that kind of fall into this general world that it's kind of becoming uh, how it is like when we get hardcore that everybody who's listened to this show for any length of time just knows that we're going to like i feel like when we get death metal bands like this uh it's a similar phenomenon where it's like we don't have a whole lot to say about it because predictably like yeah do you like death metal do you like like real died in the wool serious 90s death metal then like there's nothing not to like about this this is really fucking good you know yeah yeah. um i mean two 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 of the releases i bought from when we were doing hell week were were death metal releases you know um so yeah, it's it, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of getting to be sort of a predictable thing, right? Um, like you said, you, you when you hear it, you know we're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully that hopefully that doesn't mean the shelf life of our show is much shorter than we ever anticipated. Right, right. Maybe we need to start throwing some. Fu- this fucking sucked. Fuck <laughs> this bullshit. Right. And throw some. Throw some. Uh, you know, a couple left turns in there. Like, don't give a reason why we don't like it. Just makes we always make shit up anyway. But just like <laughs> completely fucking make shit up. We'll have two two bands on that are identical. Right. <laughs> yeah. We like one. We don't like the other. I'm sure to some ears, that's exactly how it sounds. I'm sure, I'm sure that's in there as well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that sometimes some of the reasons that we choose to not like something are so fucking, like, out of left field, right? Yeah. Um, or the reason that we do like something is so fucking stupid and tangential to the music. For instance, this band had the second song on this release. It's called Neath the Mound of Myriads. Mm-hmm. I am halfway sold on the entire concept of the band with the fact that they used the abbreviation Neath, right? right. Yeah. Not Beneath, apostrophe Neath. <laughs> For Fine. sure. Fine, sold, right? I'm into that. Yes. 
Yeah, for sure. I like. I mean, it's sometimes again, if you if you don't know us, maybe even if you do, it, it's almost as if we just um, are drawing things out of a hat to decide whether or not we like or don't like things. You know? Yeah, Neath is just it's it's a perfect thing to say, right? Uh-huh. Neath the oaken spawn, I decay, or some shit like that. Right? Sure, yeah. Right? Sure. Neath the leathern dungs of the whore, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm right there with you. Sometimes I don't even know that I'm sold on something until you articulate it in that way. And then I'm like, yo, fucking good point. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. It's the stupidest thing because it turns out that what's the music is not the most important thing for me. It's how it's it's the stupidity of it that that it turns out that as I get older, I care less and less about the actual music and just about how stupid it is. Right. Yeah, for sure. And this has, but this has a nice ratio of both good music and stupidity. Right. Right. Which is the, which is to me the ideal formula. Right. Um, it's, it's why much to the chagrin of some of my contemporaries, um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I do love me that, uh, I, I love me that stupid egg punk, you know? Yeah. Um, it just gives me the right ratio of, of rock and riffs and absolute fucking moron, moronic content. Yeah. So, so, you know, as such, right at the bottom of the Bandcamp page, yeah. they always have like recommendations and, and so forth. Um, and then like Bandcamp Daily, like your guide to the world of Bandcamp, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. And where they talk to certain labels or, you know, whatever, have sure. pieces on certain bands. And here's one about blood incantation and the title is Astral Physics and Alien Theories Drive Blood Incantations Death Metal. Who cares? All I want to know is, is it stupid? <laughs> exactly. Right? I don't. I don't give a shit about their their ideas on like aliens and astrophysics. I don't even give a shit if one of them studied under Neil deGrasse Tyson and is a fucking genius in the field. I don't give a fuck. I want to know: is your band stupid? <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I think I think Mortuary Spawn is firing on all cylinders. It's stupid yeah. and it's very sick. So yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, these tapes are sold out. But uh, maybe a U.S. distro will get a hold of a, a few of them, or they'll do a repress or something. I'll definitely be keeping my eye out for it because uh, I liked that a lot. So yeah. <clears throat> all right, let's roll the dice to see what's up next. Six. Uh, six is Dawn Raid. So another metal band. The band camp is Dawn Raid, R-A-Y-D dot bandcamp dot com. See, now this band used an apostrophe in an inappropriate way. Yes, in a way that... They used it to turn their name into... I, I, I guess it's not a pun. I don't know what it is, right? Cause, yeah. I don't, there, there are what appear to be Dawn Rays on the album art, but a Dawn Raid would be a raid that takes place in the morning at dawn. Right. Um, so it is technically a pun. Um, you know, there are some things working against uh, me going into this with a totally open mind. See, and like I was saying, like nothing about this indicates that it's that we might not like it other than the fact that the band is called Dawn Ray, right? Because <laughs> the artwork on the fucking album looks totally legit, right? Sure. You can't tell shit from piss from the band members because they look like every other fucking dour trio of fucking heavy metalers standing in front of a fucking building or something, right? Right, yeah. Like, you know, who gives a shit? You guys look stupid and boring, but so does everybody else, right? Um, well, so we, I, we have... We the have the fact that it was described to, to us as folk. folk yeah, 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 know, yeah, so. yeah. Right. But, you know, the only thing we have to go by is that we have focused on since we clicked it is raid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. For sure. 
I, I well, I will say that I don't like that the artwork is done by someone who self-identifies as all one word Shadowcraft six six six. See, no, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like when somebody has the fucking audacity to to go by that that <laughs> moniker. Like, I'm not saying it's cool. I'm just saying, all right, okay. All right, Shadowcraft 666, okay. <laughs> that sounds like somebody's DeviantArt account. It sure does. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's dive into it. I, I very well might like this. Who knows? I like a, I like a whole lot of black metal, uh, some of it far uh, much further afield than even the stuff that you enjoy. So we're going to listen to Wildfire 1 by Dawn Raid off of their release, Wildfire. <laughs>
Okay, so we just heard Wildfire 1 off of the release Wildfire by Dawn Raid from the UK. Nate, how'd you feel about that? Well, I'm glad we didn't listen to Wildfire 2. Okay. Um, because Wildfire 2 is just straight fucking grandpa's folk stuff. Yeah. Um, I was kind of reading about it mm-hmm. as I was listening to it. I like this when it was fucking going, right? For sure, yeah. Um, I could have done without the embellishments that that's, I guess, the aesthetic of the band. So whatever, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that that shit. Okay. So, so like that sort of flair and I don't pay attention to black metal a lot very much anymore for this very fucking reason. Right. Yeah. Because it, mm-hmm. it, it likes, it loves the smell of its own farts. Right. For sure. Um, and, um, it, it just doesn't interest me in that way. Um, and, and I tell you, by and large, like the people that play black metal don't interest me in any way either, because they tend to like the smell of their own farts and spend a lot of fucking money on like, you know, tight fitting black clothes and just having the perfect fucking like aesthetic that is, sure. that makes them look like shitty and feral, but it is, it looks, it looks like they walked off of a fucking movie set. Right. Right. Um, it's, it's very boring. Um, and, uh, I find that a lot of black metal is very fucking boring for that reason too. It just kind of, um, I don't know. It it loses me somewhere right in, in the fart huffing. Um, this delved into that for me. I liked it when they were fucking going. I wish they just would have fucking raged the whole way through. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's not what we got. Um, so it's, you know, it's a 50, 50 for me, right? Some of it's pretty dope. I could see why people like it. Um, other parts of it, you know, I could, I didn't think was very good and I didn't interest me, but I could also understand why people like it because people that like black metal a lot tend to like to smell their own farts a lot too. Um, so I don't know, man. I, here's, here's another thing that's kind of sticking in my craw about this. Hmm. I don't like black metal with a message. Yeah, yeah, I feel that for sure. I kind of feel that's where this band is. Like, you know, your fucking politics, whatever, right? But like, I don't, I, I you know what I want to hear about when I listen to fucking black metal? I want to hear about fucking Satan. That's what I want to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. Nothing else, right? I don't yeah. want to hear about the environment. I don't want to hear about social issues. I don't want to hear about your fucking ideas on race theory. I don't give a fuck. I want to hear about Satan ripping Jesus Christ apart, right? <laughs> That's what I want to fucking hear about. I want it to be balls fucking out, right? Just completely fucking balls out. Pack the church with fucking, you know, as many denominations of Christians as you can. Pack them in there like fucking sardines, like it's a solid mass of flesh of spam inside the cathedral, right? And ignite it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully that then draws Christ from heaven in outrage, right? Where then you can once again shove the spear of Longinus up his fucking asshole and rip him to pieces in front of what is left of his congregation. Right? Yeah. That's what I want to fucking hear about in black metal. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah. So that turns me away too. Yeah. But like I said, I think that when they were fucking going, going, the the dude sounded like he was on fire. Like the vocals sounded really good. Not fire like, ooh, that's hot, dude. Look at this. Yeah, that shit's fire. I mean, like he sounded like he was burning. Right. right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so don't ever fucking trust anybody that actually uses the word fire seriously to describe (laughs) anything, right? We had this, we had a text conversation about this. Not too long ago. Don't ever trust a motherfucker that says anything is fire, right? <laughs> For sure, yes. Instead, eliminate them from your life. <laughs> That's correct, yes. 
<laughs> that that is the correct response when somebody says that like oh that barbecue's fire yeah if, or if, if that it, record's fire especially uh, yeah if if it is like actually in earnest with with no yeah. self-awareness yeah. whatsoever yeah. that's a huge red flag that, that's huge man open the door kick them out right <laughs> yeah for sure kick them the fuck out don't ever come back so i'm i i think i i don't have to elaborate much on this because i pretty much occupy the same space as you um what a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I do have a little bit more affection for some stuff that veers into this realm. Like I, but again, a lot of it is just, as we've talked about on the show so many times when you got into something and, you know, Agaloc was releasing records when I was a teenager and mm. I was exposed to that stuff early on and I like those records. But even at that, I don't revisit them all a lot. Um, I, I largely like my black metal um, of the same general world as you do. But like I said, some stuff that's a little further afield, a little bit more melodic. But I agree. Um, at, at first, I was like, you know what? The uh, folk the folk component of this is refreshingly uh, absent, which is sick. Because when it picked up after that, what frankly sounded like a joke of the synth brass intro, yeah. um, it sounded actually a lot like uh, it had the same sort of like slightly melancholic but still triumphant triumphant and melodic quality of like uh that band dawn who i like a whole lot um or even like some older like drudka stuff um there there oh, are plenty Jesus. Of- you want you want to put you want to put me to sleep immediately play drudka <laughs> i like that shit fucking a lot um but it had some components of that in there um but uh then unfortunately it returned to that introductory motif and it and it totally lost me but for that two minutes where it was just going i was totally on board with it but unfortunately i feel like this is a band whose dalliances with uh with folk and uh high concept art uh would be alienating for a person of my um of my low intellect <laughs> so yeah and we just don't have high we're not high-minded enough right for sure uh, you know, we're, we're just not high minded enough. I don't know, man. So, I mean, it, you know, fine. I guess a lot of people are going to like it, right? Make sure you get the, make sure you get that fucking long sleeve black t-shirt that fits your frame. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So that you can wear it and make sure that, uh, you know, make sure you get it before everybody else is wearing one. That's right. Cause that's the most crucial component of all. So, uh, so yeah, look, the, the production quality on this is, is, is high on that. People who like this kind of black metal, God bless. I, I'm sure that you'll like this a whole lot, but uh, just a little bit outside my purview. It was almost there, but again, probably probably 50-50 on this for me, which is uh, enough for me to erase it from my brain after I'm done editing this. So Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you know if it happened to be on, that's fine. Sure. I did listen to Wildfire too. That's why there was a pause between, I'm sure, when you ended and I ended. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would you know, be dismayed over. (laughs) Right. But like, you know, if, if, and this band's been around for a grip, um, their first album came out, dude, the first, the first album, a thorn, a blight, Mm -hmm. the artwork looks like a witch and two cowboys walking past a dead little boy with no pants on. (laughs) That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And there's like a, like, I don't know, like a little, a little monkey man in the corner looking at him. (laughs) Yeah. A little, a little ring tailed lemur. Yeah, yeah, little monkey man, right? And they're just walking by. Clint Eastwood's walking off in the sunset. Nothing we can do for him. <laughs> the boy's pants are gone. I'm not cleaning that mess up. And then he like walks away. <laughs> it does indeed look exactly like that. <laughs> just how you described. Um, all right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Let's uh, let's see what's up next. One. All right, one is Invigorator. 
Um, definitely the best art that we've had on the show in some time. The band <laughs> camp is. So, so I, I'm glad the band camp is, you know, invigorated thrash.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Right? The yeah. album is State of Our Union. It's a four song demo, right? Released April 16th, 2021. Do you, so do you think that this was intentional? Making the art look yeah, like this? There's no way it's not, dude. Look at the face on the fucking demon snake, right? And the jets. Yeah. Right. There's no way that it's not. It's perfect. Right? And look at the fucking font for State of Our Union. Yeah, that to me, that is like really the cherry on top of this whole fucking thing, man. And also, yeah, it's just there's no way that it's not, right? But if, it's, no- if it isn't on purpose, though, that's like a, a really beautiful thing. <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. So I've been, uh, I'm zoomed in on it right now, dude. And yeah, so the fucking, the fucking, um, the fucking, snake demon's face is amazing <laughs> yeah it's so good dude right? like like honestly that's what i hope the demons in hell look like when i get there <laughs> instead of like being like these badass terrifying things i think it's more terrifying if they just look like stupid retards right right like that's what they fucking look like is just goofy fucking cartoon idiots well it, it but adds, they're absolutely horrifying it adds insult to injury you know what i mean <laughs> you go to hell and you, you're like, well, fuck, you know, like if the rumors are true, I guess heaven's pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. If the rumors are true, but I'm not going to find out because I'm going to hell, but I might see some cool shit, right? Right. Like if, if my, if the depictions of hell are anything to go by, right? Yeah. I might see some cool, some cool things, right? Yeah. Some Hieronymus Bosch sort of things, right? Sure. And you get there and it's this stupid fucking thing looking at you. <laughs> yeah, man. Like right? Yeah, truly insult to injury, man. <laughs> it's like taking away the little shred of joy. They like, they know ahead of time, the people in charge of shit down there, they're like, right. no, these motherfuckers would revel in this too much. You got to make right, it. Right, right. Like, like they, they've, they've been waiting, they've been waiting to see fucking like horned demons, like fucking nun corpses, you know, for eternity. Let's right. give them this, right? <laughs> exactly. Let's give them, let's give them retarded cartoon snakes. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, 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 uh, yeah. And also I have been watching, um, cause I never actually watched the whole series. I have been watching on Netflix, uh, Stargate SG one oh, word. That's interesting. Cause I actually just rewatched the movie like a couple weeks ago and I've been thinking about watching the series. So I've never actually seen the whole series. Right. Yeah. And conceptually it's very interesting, but it is so ham fisted in its execution. Right. Um, the characters, well, most of the characters are okay, right? They're okay. It's no fucking Star Trek, right? There's sure. no character where you're like, fuck yeah, you know? Right. There's no fucking Data. There's no Worf. There's no Spock. There's no classic character. And, and that's, you know, Stargate's fucking failing, right? Right. Because conceptually, it's a cool idea, but they just pulled it off. It, it, it's fucking stupid how they pulled it off. And the main character played by MacGyver is one of the wor- like most poorly written characters I've ever seen. He's insufferable right insufferable he's it's the dude it's played by uh kurt russell in the fucking in the movie uh, movie right and macgyver is trying to act like kurt russell in like that aloof sort of like paternalistic way right but you know like they'll go through the stargate see unbelievable things right technology that borders on fucking magic right like godlike magic that would blow your fucking mind if you saw it and he's like yeah 
cool trick <laughs> you know yeah. or, or like they'll go through the stargate and there's a bunch of fucking mud sucking hicks on some medieval planet that's still stuck in like the 1200s right sure and he shows up and goes all right everybody i'm looking for the main man in charge and he's like using modern lingo at these <laughs> fucking cave dwellers you know he's it's it's so he's so fucking awful and the show really likes tries to exert whereas Star Trek at least had the the the, the pretense. Uh, by the way, we're not talking about this fucking thing. We're not even <laughs> listening to it, right? Because I'm going to talk about Stargate for like an hour and a half right now. Yeah, just buckle in. Whereas Star Trek at least had the pretense of you know the high minded like prime directive, right? Stargate has none of that shit, right? Sure. They show that when those motherfuckers show up through the fucking Stargate, they might as well be the fucking Goa Uld because they are going to fuck your culture up. They're going to show you things that you can't fucking believe and then walk away well good luck with that <laughs> yeah right i was watching i was watching an episode where they go through the it's in the third season they go through the fucking stargate right and there's like this civilization of people that basically are living in like the you know 1700s right right they have crops and stuff they have a little bit of modern lingo right but you know they're not going to pay like extras to actually learn how to speak in an old timey way. So they basically talk like we do, except with like a little bit more like, Oh my Lord, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, let's have some spaghetti for dinner, my Lord, you know? Yeah. And so they're like working the fields. They don't have any technology. They're working the fields. They're fucking living in stone huts. They're drinking mead. It's like Skyrim. Right. Right. And, and, and there's like fucking uh, meteors falling. The fire rain falls. And they think, oh, the fire rain happens every year and it's beautiful, right? It's it's a celebration. But the thing is they don't realize is like every 75 or 115 years or some bullshit, the fire, they're passing through an asteroid belt. And every 75 or 150 years or some shit like that, the, the fucking meteors actually like pose a threat and like, you know, impact and shit. Right. And just enough time passes that nobody gives a shit, you know, and like, ah, oh, cool, you know, and uh, fuck it. Um, so at one point, these people who don't even have electric, a concept of electricity, let alone a way to harness it, right? They don't uh, even know that the, what the meteors are. They think it's like a show from the gods, right? Uh, one of the fucking, one of the fucking SG one members, um, Carter, she's, she's like a scientist, a wormhole scientist. And she's got a laptop open and she's showing like orbital paths for these planets and like the asteroid belt and like all the fucking like mechanics of like sol the solar system that, you know, leads to them passing through the asteroid belt. And she's showing it to this woman who's just like nodding along as if it's perfectly normal that she's looking at this thing. And it's so fucked in that way, man, because they... Dude, they fuck everybody up. Everybody. They fuck up. They they come through no no thought given whatsoever to fucking disease, right? Right. None. Yeah. None. Not a single thought, right? None. It's just it's a very poorly executed show. But I'm gonna slog it out through all nine seasons. We'll see. <laughs> Godspeed. I was uh, I was thinking about trying to do the same myself. So uh we'll see if I join you on that journey. So on that note, let's maybe listen to this band. So, um, oh, and the reason I brought that up is because the stupid snake demon looks like the fucking Goulds from Stargate, right? Yes. They say Goulds. Some of them say Goulds, and then eventually everybody just gets tired of the fucking pronunciation. All the actors eventually just fall back into Gould. Gould. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like you will hear an actor say on Stargate, you'll hear them say the Gould are coming and they're going to enslave your population. And the next sentence will be like the Gould are bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, man, they don't get paid enough to fucking worry about the pronunciation every single line reading. <laughs> no, I guess not. So Stout suggested we listen to the third song on here, As the World Goes Black. So we'll uh, we'll trust his expert judgment. So we're going to listen to As the World Goes Black by Invigorator off of their demo, State of Our Union. Mary, my world is 
turning black I call up above as I take my Prozac Mother Mary, my world is turning black I call up above as I take my Prozac Mother Mary, my world is turning black I call up above as I take my Prozac Mother Mary, my world is turning black I call up above as I take my Prozac Okay, so we just heard the song As the World Goes Black by Invigorator off of their demo, State of Our Union. And like, I'm just going to say, chef's kiss. <laughs> so I, I, I like, I'm almost like, I'm tempted to like, tr- that was unfucking believable, but I'm this kind of tempted. What, this to- is what heavy metal sounds like in hell, right? <laughs> the demons don't look cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think, oh, I'm going to hear some fucking cool metal, right? Yeah. No, this is what you're going to hear. This is what heavy metal sounds like in hell. Well, I, so, so I guess I'm kind of tempted to do some like armchair psychiatry here on some level <laughs> because like the homeboy is talking about, you know, his his battles with mental health and, and taking Prozac. And the first song on here is called Schizo, right? And like, hey, that's that's a that's a good fucking out cold song. It is it is a very good out cold song. Um, but you know, I I've been up close to some pretty profound mental illness in my life. Um, you know, loved ones and family members and shit. And and um, I guess we often bemoan people's tendency, especially like heavy hardcore bands, um, their tendency to sort of like lean into like, "Woe is me, I'm a sick, twisted psycho. Cross the street when you see me, I'm tormented by demons." I get the feeling that maybe the vocalist of this band is actually dealing with some shit, and that. So- <laughs> Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Yes. I, I think that is revealed in the in the level of disparity between the music and the vocals on this, right? Which is like, even though the music isn't to my taste, and even if the production isn't exactly to my taste, there is like some quality there in terms of like there's actual musicianship, and like there is production quality, whether or not it's to your preference or not, it it, it sounds okay. And then the vocals come in over top and they are deafeningly loud. They're mixed horribly. They don't suit the music whatsoever. And like, I mean, it's true. You just heard it. You know, if you're listening to the show, I mean, I can't describe it better than you experienced it. I mean, it's like full stop fucking unbelievable. And to me, this, this has to be the side effect of like, you know, I don't want to conjecture too much here, but it seems to me like it might be the side effect of some serious shit that's going on. And I can only imagine that the rest of the band, their backs are maybe against the wall on this one. Maybe, maybe they're all in the same boat. So you've kind of, you've kind of maybe think about this in a third way. I was thinking, is this, are are they taking the fucking piss, right? Um, Maybe, man. What what was Spider we had a few, you know, it's been a while since you and I actually recorded an episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, Spider we had Mm -hmm. on one of the Hell Weeks and we're like, hey, that's a fun joke, man, but who gives a shit, right? Right. 
is this a joke band? I think that's maybe pulling things off a bit more like, um, like overtly than spider or is this the real deal? Right. right. Yeah. Um, like, but they know exactly what they're doing, you know, like, like, like not quite a joke band. They're obviously putting some fucking songwriting and some effort into it. You know what I mean? Like they're not totally fucking hamming it up. Right. Are they unaware? Right. Sure. Is it the real deal and they're unaware? Right. Or is it the real deal, but they're going through some real fucking issues because not to speak too pointedly, but I am familiar with some of your uh, interactions with uh, mental illness in, 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 in and around those that, that you uh, know. And uh, that shit was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, like, like a movie, you know what I mean? I mean like, like, yes. If you saw it in a movie, you'd be like, there's no fucking way. Right. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe the artwork isn't a joke. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, like it, it seems to me that in my um, in my limited experience with people actually like in the process of like having a movie freak out. Right. Yeah. Um, They seem to have a penchant for really shitty art. <laughs> Und- undeniably. Yes. Right. And spending a lot of money on said really <laughs> shitty Yeah. Okay. And, and then like and uh uh i don't want to dig up these bones man because you know that at first it was funny and then it wasn't but it was always funny to me and i always felt kind of bad about it yeah um but you know come on yeah, yeah no, I, I mean that it's 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 a perfect real world like lived example of like if you're not laughing you're crying you know yeah, what i mean yeah, it's like I it's know. a tragic situation but like it's truly like transcendently funny. Un, un fucking real, right? Yeah. Like unreal. So maybe that's the case here. Maybe what we have are uh, at least one, but I think that I think that uh at least one, but maybe all four, right? <laughs> it's possible, yeah. People losing sort of like uh their 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 anchor with yeah. reality, right? right? Um, or maybe it's people taking things seriously and they just have no fucking idea that it is, um, it's in, which this is my hope is that it's people taking it seriously and they have no idea that it's inadvertently this funny. Right. Um, or that's, it's, you know, a pretty slick joke. They could be 14 too. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, a that's true. That, that's, always, that's always a possibility too. And that probably is a likely possibility that these folks are pretty young and we're making fun of children again. <laughs> right. Yes. But, you know, if you, I just want to say that any member of this band, if you are going through it, um, I hope you seek out some help and, and, and get, and get right. I understand that, uh, the, um, the mental health system in our country is uh, half-assed at best and difficult to navigate, but I assure you it is better than wandering around the city, bathing in the river, thinking that you are the Joker. Um, yes, it, it is. It is. And, and, um, getting catfished and, um, thinking that you are going to be marrying beautiful celebrities. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's a real dark path. Uh, a funny one, but but uh, profoundly dark too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, so, and style. If that's the case, and you know these motherfuckers are having a hard time, shame on you for sending this. To us. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure, for sure. Um, so on that note, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's roll the dice. I mean, that's really going to be the highlight of the episode, no matter I, which I way I you feel spin like, it. You know? I feel like let's just talk about more Stargate. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
Right. <laughs> right. Because it's like, man, that really should have been an episode closer. <laughs> that, that should have been the closer because uh, you, you know what? You can fucking splice and dice and tack this on at the end, right? I could, but it would it would be tough. It would be it tough would be to fake, make that then. work. It would be fake, right? That's a level of, that's a level of, uh, of fakeness that we wouldn't approach. That's right. Yes. So let's uh, instead, so, in spite of it all, just just push on and keep it moving and try and get, get a ready couple more Get ready for bands. something that is in no way as, as like satisfying as that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what do we have? Seven left? Yeah, we got seven no. left. Number seven. All right. Seven is meat sweats. Wow. What a disappointment. <laughs> so, yes, there you go. So uh, the Bandcamp is meat sweats, xxx.bandcamp.com. I think their shtick is that they're like a low effort gore grind band who is straight edge. And it's like, haha, funny. We're straight edge, but we're playing gore grind. I mean, it's a poorly thought out joke pals um i think i think there are other friends of mine from the the general like sort of new jersey area like hardcore scene in this um and uh i've seen all of you do much better so (laughs) a little disappointed but hey maybe you've turned it around in the in the three months since you've started this project or i guess five months now maybe it's less of a joke than it was at the beginning who knows um so he said uh anthony specifically said to listen to the last song penis flytrap um, which is not promising. <laughs> my my favorite title is Kids of the Shithole. Yeah, for sure, because it's like Kids of the Black Hole by Adolescence. Right. Um, all right, well, let's uh, we'll, we'll go with Anthony's suggestion. So we're going to listen to Penis Flytrap by Meat Sweats off their self-titled EP. Okay, so we just listened to Penis Flytrap by Meat Sweats off their self-titled EP. I'll, I'll just take this real quick because I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Um, th- this is actually a little higher effort, both in production and songwriting, than the initial thing that I heard back in January. So perhaps on that, I will also say, as I've talked about on the show before, there is actually some stuff in the like slam and gore realm that, that I do enjoy. But the thing is, it has to ride a fine line between being like, kind of a joke but also the people in the band are taking it somewhat seriously like cemetery rapist which is a joke but also that dude is like genuinely a dirtbag and i think that all of those things have to collide in a way that feels sort of compelling for me to engage with this type of shit Yeah, but cemetery rapist still isn't compelling to engage with it's 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 interesting as a spectacle at best it is but i also like sincerely like some of the music I, okay <laughs> I, it, it just is what it is i i don't feel proud about that but it 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 sounds good to my ears and i like it um so there there was there was at least a passing chance that i might 
like this and musically whatever it's fine it's like it's it's kind of slapped together gore grind slam stuff and uh there's much worse attempts out there but there's also far more compelling ones um you know as a joke band you know again there are much worse attempts but uh i i don't think the joke is particularly funny and the music isn't good enough to hold my attention so this is this is pretty useless to me well not gonna bring me down i'm still thinking about invigorator this sucked it's supposed to suck i don't understand the point of it have fun i guess right for sure um but uh, for me, I uh, I'm still riding high on that invigorator. <laughs> no, no doubt. So you know, like you ain't gonna get much more of me out of this. I, I this set, it, like if you gave me no setup for this, I might give you a little bit more. Sure. Um, but coming in, knowing folks involved, already knowing that it's a fucking joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really like. I don't need to fucking dig into it. I hate shit like this by and large. I hate. I just hate fucking shitty slammy gore grind. It's uh, by and large terribly uninteresting. So there you go. But you know what's not uninteresting? Invigorate. <laughs> no, no fucking doubt. In fact, I'll probably, you know what? I might, I might just make like an intro, the intro song to this episode, an, invig- an invigorator song as well. So you get oh, a little, a little taste double of dose with invigorator. <laughs> yeah, you get a little taste so of at, it up top. At, at what point are we making fun of invigorator then? I don't, well, I, you know, I don't think that that's making fun of because regardless of, of whatever their stated intent was, they brought me real joy. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, that's true. They did. They did. They did uh, give you that Marie Kondo vibe, didn't they? Yeah, it sparked joy, and and that joy was as sincere as it gets. As was my potential concern for the people in this band. I'm not hamming it up, you know. I I take mental health stuff seriously, um, but the music for whatever, even if the the reason is is divergent from the one that they set out with, um, it it is good in a way. It is great. In fact, it's transcendently great. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't intro the episode with it. Maybe just one one dose of invigor invigorator is enough. But yeah, yeah, I think that because I think you know, dig. It. There's only four tracks, sure, right? Yeah. Um, let it stand if people are interested. Like, like I ain't saying it's good, but it's fucking good, right? <laughs> like, like I enjoyed it, right? Yeah, exactly. So you know. Um, so let's, uh, let's get through, uh, let's get through one more band and then we'll, uh, we'll tackle some voicemails. We only got a few. All right. Four. Four is Snitch Bastard Judas with In My Restless Dreams. The band camp is delayedgratificationrecords.bandcamp.com. I believe this is the newest release on that label. Just came out in May of this year. Um, like I said, always, always shit coming out of this camp. Um, sometimes I really like it. Sometimes I don't connect with it as much, but it's pretty much all, uh, all of at least a a fair degree of quality. Even the stuff that I don't connect with is, is usually done pretty well. So, um, I have not listened to this stuff. I saw a few homies sharing it and I saw Vlad sharing it on social media and whatnot. Um, I believe that he suggested the, uh, introductory track on this. So we'll listen to that. So we're going to listen to ain't life a bitch by snitch bastard Judas off of in my restless dreams.
Okay, we just heard the song Ain't Life a Bitch by Snitch Bastard Judas off of their debut EP in My Restless Dreams. Nate, how'd you feel about that? Um, I don't really like Life of Agony. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I mean, I guess it's about time somebody took a fucking swing at it, right? I don't yeah. pay much attention to shit that sounds like it. Um, so that's the first time I've heard somebody take an actual honest to God, okay, swing at it, right? Yeah. Um, this is one of those things too, like we're like, we're so used to seeing basically like, we're not used to seeing people sing for sure. And when a band starts to actually sing at a hardcore show, it's either nails on a fucking chalkboard yeah, or really good. Right. Right. Or you're just kind of like, your eyes go wide for a second. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. oh my God, they're actually singing, you right. know, and you kind of like look around like to see what everybody else is thinking and what they're doing. Oh my God, they're singing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, like, you know, I guess it's a pretty fair swing at it, right? Sure. Um, I bet you, I bet you there's a lot of folks that really dig it. Um, But even if it wasn't for the singing, this style of hardcore just isn't my fucking thing. So, right. Yeah. So, so there, there has been, I guess, one notable band that has also, uh, that has also taken a swing at it, uh, in the last decade or so twitching tongues, um, who got pretty huge off of the back of, of doing a, a very convincing, um, life of agony slash vision of disorder impression with a little bit of typo negative thrown in there. And they definitely quickly grew, uh, beyond those, beyond those kind of incredibly limiting boundaries. But when they came out, uh, I was like 19 years old and, uh, I was like, Oh shit. I, you know, I, I like river runs red. I like uh, early, early VOD. This is cool. Um, they kind of lost me after a while, but undeniably a very good band, good at what they do, but they're really other than a couple, like uh, a couple imitators here and there over the last decade, not a whole lot of people been bold enough to kind of go all in on it. A few bands flirted with it here and there, but, but no one really like committed to the bit. So, you know, I got to tip my hat to snitch bastard Judas for like committing to it. Sure. Certainly they're probably pulling from twitching t- tongues in, in terms of like a contemporary act. But yeah, this is obviously in the lineage of, of Life of Agony and VOD. And for I actually do quite enjoy early Life of Agony, early VOD. But it's one of those things. It's kind of like it's one of those idiosyncr- idiosyncrasies in my taste that come up on this show every once in a while both as pertains to you and me, where there's like maybe two or three bands that sound a specific way that I really enjoy. And then nothing surrounding that scene, nothing in that lineage moving forward, I really engage with. And that's kind of how that stuff is for me. And that's kind of how this is. Um, I think it's a really convincing attempt at, at that. Like it, you, you really nailed it. I thought that main riff was actually pretty fucking good, real catchy. Um, the songwriting is good. You're singing your ass off people who do connect with this stuff still are definitely going to fuck with this. And I would encourage anybody who's interested in, in shit in that lineage to check this out and pick it up because it's really good at what it does. Not something that particularly interests me at this point in my life, but undeniably very good at what it does for sure. Yeah. So this isn't a total shitter. Like I'm not trying to shit on this or anything like that a bunch. I'm just saying that generally speaking, I don't pay too much attention to life of agony. For Um, for sure. You know, and, and the thing is, cause it, it's it's just it's too fucking close to like when it's not hardcore. Yeah, it's very just close to fucking butt rock for sure. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt. You know what I mean? Like like it 
Yeah, that's just how I feel about it. So. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, that's that's probably the, the most common complaint leveled against that shit over the years, and one that I don't think um, I don't think a, a a reasonable adult could take issue with. It's it 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 tiptoes right up to the line at moments for sure. And I mean, mm-hmm. eventually, Life of Agony just becomes a full on butt rock band, as does VOD. So I mean, they their flirtations uh, eventually blossomed into a full fledged romance. So. Um, on that note, let's, uh, let's wrap it up there for music, uh, pivot to voicemails. I think we only, only got three or four. Uh, we'll knock those out real quick and then call it a night. Cause boy, it's been a fucking, it's been a hectic weekend of moving for me. I still have a few more days left. I got to take my car to the shop tomorrow. It's, a, it's uh, and, and got to make time to play some D and D tomorrow night. Uh, probably mm-hmm. are going to end up shipping some orders this week. So it's about to be a hectic one. So, uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to a few voicemails and then call it. Motherfuckers, you know who the fuck it is. It's your old pal Applebee's. How the fuck are ya? Hey, you want to call and say I fucking really got a good kick out of the Halloween episodes? They're really good, but there was one thing that I had quite a grievance with that I didn't think was all right. It was something. It was missing stuff. I don't fucking know. You know what was missing? A good old opportunity for your old pal Applebee's to call into the show, talk some shit, and talk about some new things that weren't just the fuck out. So, and because of the fact that I lost a lot of time and life to live, Applebee's is here to call you to announce a brand new special dessert item that we're going to be releasing just in time for the summer, limited time only. Inspired by the band Hate Project. Applebee's is introduced to all you motherfuckers, the Cunch Creek Pie. That's right, bitches. It is a sourdough fucking pound cake with cream filling in the middle. And not only does it have cream inside and it's tasty as fuck, it looks, it smells like a cunch. So come on down to Applebee's and try our new Cunch Creek Pie. For a limited time only, again and again and again and again, Applebee's! Okay, all right, so we got... we got our Applebee's call with a, um, I would say, a solid callback to uh, to Hate Monday from from the Hell Week episodes, which was really uh, an incredible highlight of that entire experience for me. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna venture. I'm gonna venture this. Um, I, you know, I think that Applebee's is becoming a little bit too familiar. You know? Applebee's is becoming too too self aware. Applebee's I, yeah. needs to focus on. Um, Basically, uh, just uh, being the spokesperson for the for the brand, right? For sure. And like you know, if we get an Applebee's and, call every week, what what is it? What is it really worth? I feel like it. I feel like it de- it de- devalues the experience. Right. You know, right? I love hearing my neighbors scream about the fires of hell and who has the power. Right. He didn't do it today, mm-hmm. so that's nice. Right. Because when he does it later on, it's going to be better. For sure. Right. Yeah, I don't like it all the time. Also, I fucking hate sex jokes. Never yeah. fucking funny. No, they're never fucking funny. No, pretty much never. I uh, I, I have all but stopped listening to certain very popular podcasts about the occult and serial killers because they just never shut the fuck up with the sex jokes. Yeah, um, can't do it. They tried doing a, a, a deep dive into Dune, 
I didn't even make it through the first episode because the hosts would not shut the fuck up with the stupid fucking sex jokes. Oh, really? I was going to, I was going to check that out. That's discouraging. Don't bother. Don't bother. Don't bother. It's, bummer. it's, it's virtually unlistenable. That's a bummer. That is a, that is a huge mm-hmm. bummer. Hey, what do I know? They make millions of dollars doing it. <laughs> right? Fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, for my tastes, I would just rather have hear a more coherent approach to Dune. If you're going to do a deep dive into Dune, give me some coherence. Right. Not just everybody looking for that opportunity to make a joke about your creamy holes and how the sand in your creamy holes feels all the time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I, I think I'm with you on that one. So, um, so yeah, that's the, the, there's my thought on Applebee's right now. You know, take it under advisement or don't. Um, all right, let's uh, let's listen to the next one. Hey, Dibble, listen. This is uh, Catfish Jones. You got an email from me recently with uh, my Hellraiser band in it. A little disappointed it's not on the queue this week, but I hope it'll show up soon. But anyway, uh, I was just wondering, what's you guys' take, lyrical content aside, on when should you cap off playing in hardcore bands age-wise? I'm fucking, I'm going to turn 30 in a few months, and I don't know, man. Having a little crisis here. And also, just a random question straight edge guys would you could uh would you consider gambling breaking your edge i know it's kind of an off one but it's a sleazy activity you know i know straight edge people don't really like that sleazy shit so just out of curiosity i'm not straight edge or anything but uh yeah anyway go fuck yourself boys I, I don't know why, man, but the fact that somebody would just deadpan call themselves Catfish Jones, <laughs> yeah, fucking dropped me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a solid moniker with no with no fanfare. You know what no, I mean? No, just... no, no, fucking giggles about it. Just hey, this is Catfish Jones. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, so um, to to answer your question on uh, on you know hearing yourselves in the queue. Uh, I think I saw your email and you're a new listener. Um, I think you returned on to, you said you returned on to the podcast via a shout out on, uh, on um, Tyler Hammer's podcast, Kings of Kings of Punk. So uh, shout out to Tyler and company for, uh, for shouting us out in turn. Um, thanks for listening. If you haven't been listening too long, you might not be aware of the fact that at any given time, we're actually about a month behind on the queue. Uh, usually more, but we just managed to catch up. So now we're only like a little less than a month behind on the queue. So things come up, you know, a couple to, to three weeks after they're actually submitted, typically, uh, sometimes a little bit longer. So if you don't hear yourself on the queue right away, um, you know, don't worry about it. Don't resubmit. That'll actually bump you higher up if you do resubmit. Um, so we'll, we'll get around to you in a couple of weeks. Um, in terms of your first question, you know, I don't think that there is, there's no age cap so far, or uh, so far as I know, um, or, or believe, I think it's just, it's a cap on like, are you, are you ripping? Are you getting up there and yeah. are you fucking giving it your all? Are you writing good songs? Are you right. fucking going off? And if so, keep doing it until you fucking drop dead. Tony Erba did it until he had a heart attack on stage. And he still does it. And he still fucking does it. I mean, the last time I saw that dude was post heart attack and he was literally fucking like 
dropping through folding tables. Like the man right. is a fucking maniac and the dude was well into his fifties. Um, there's no fucking age limit on that shit. If you're fucking going in, the fact of the matter is though, most people don't, they get soft. They fucking write songs about their fucking kids and shit and looking back on the good old days. If you right. can avoid all those pitfalls and you can still get up there and fucking go off and hold it down, then fucking go for it, man. Negative approach still sounds fucking great. And they're mean as shit. You know, I got no beef. I don't think you need to worry about the fact that you're approaching 30 as long as you're, uh, as long as you still got the chops and uh, the energy, fucking keep it up as long as you can. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's the attitude, man. You know, like, you know, it's, it's in your head. Basically it's in your head. Did you get, did you get comfortable? Did you step away? Did you slow down? Right. You slow down. It's hard to fucking catch back up basically. Sure. Um, but as long as you're in the same fucking headspace and, and, uh, you know, you, you know what's cool, right? right? As long as you're still cool, right? <laughs> yeah. And fucking do it, right? Yeah, for sure. But uh, the mo- the very moment that you feel like uh, imparting some wisdom that you've gained yeah. from raising your children or, you know, loving your wife or divorcing your wife or husband or, you know, going through the death of your parents or some shit like that, mm-hmm. hey, fuck off, right? <laughs> Go tell go tell Terry gross. Cause the kids don't give a fuck <laughs> for sure. And, and speaking of the kids, I think that's also important to keep in mind. Um, when in doubt defer, because even on this show where we are of strong opinion and strong mind on very various topics, there are plenty of instances where we hear a band that's not to our taste, but we're like, Hey, the kids probably go off to this and good for them. That's sick. You know what I mean? Make make room for young people and understand that even if you're a lifer in this shit, it's fundamentally not your space, not your scene anymore. You're uh you're you're just um it's a maybe it's maybe still part of your life, but like you're not the person calling the shots and that's something that you should probably adjust to. Yeah, but as long as you can keep up and you're willing to fucking do it, do it, right? For sure. Dude, there's nothing fucking worse than like the old head that comes back and like thinks that, you know, goes to a fucking show, especially like a basement show, but any kind of show, the old head that fucking comes back, you know, and decides to, uh, you know, cosplay it up for a little bit and like it's a nostalgia trip for them. But then they get offended when they get moshed or bumped into or some shit like, you know, I'm 45 now and my knees fucking hurt. Fuck off and stay the fuck away. For sure. Right. Then stay the fuck away. These are the fucking rules. They were the fucking rules when you were that age. Fuck off. Definitely. Um, and uh, in, 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 you know, relation to your last question, um, you know, I don't know what kind gray, of straight edge. Gray is a gambling addict. <laughs> so I'm not a gambling addict, but I do have degenerate gambling tendencies that I have to rein in very tightly. And that sounds like an addict to me, right? <laughs> The only, the only difference is that like you generally don't have enough money to indulge it and you don't have a social circle of friends that indulge it. Cause I can guarantee fucking to you that if, you know, myself and you and a couple of our friends decided to go to a casino, yeah, you, we, we would basically have to drag you out of there or you, you would just be, you would be so in debt. <laughs> I don't right. think it would be quite that bad. I've gotten a much better handle on my finance on my finances in the last few years. Um, I, you know, I don't, I, 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 I spend very little time or, or money because we haven't gone to a casino. You know what? You know what? Let's put it to the test, right? Yeah. Let's go to a casino. I guarantee you that I won't fucking gamble one one red cent because I don't care, right? Uh-huh. I don't do it, right? Yeah. Like, why, why, why would I do that? 
when I could just, um, you know, go get something to eat. <laughs> right. A good question. Right. Why would I do that? Why, why, why? It doesn't make any sense. Right. So I wouldn't do it period. Um, and, and like, you know, but B would do it for a little while, but then he would walk away like, wow, oh, fuck it. I just lost $500. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Um, but you <laughs> would be fucked. <laughs> I, I think I've grown a lot in the intervening years since I lost uh, hundreds of dollars playing CeeLo in the back of a tattoo shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like what I was going to say is like, I don't know what kind of straight edge folks that you've known to characterize them as not liking sleazy stuff, but some of the biggest sleaze bags I've ever met in my entire fucking life uh, strongly identified as straight edge. So I, I would, um, I would challenge your assertion yeah. that there's a strong I, correlation between those two things. The reason that I'm straight edge yeah. is so that I don't fuck my body up and I can enjoy sleazy stuff as long as fucking possible. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. For right. Sure. So that I can be an active participant in, in, in like a relatively healthy, relatively speaking for most folks, my age, youthful fucking body that I can enjoy sleazy shit with. <laughs> right. Definitely. There is nothing better I love than like observing sleazy shit and provoking sleazy shit yeah. and um, being, I guess, in orbit around sleazy shit. For sure. Right? I, I love getting I'm not weeds. saying I like to be sleazy. Right, right? sure. Um, but I certainly love, I, I certainly love going to the zoo and watching it. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, all right, so uh, thanks, thanks to Catfish for your call. To the point that it's almost cruel. <laughs> Right yeah. to the point that you could you could say I don't like sleazy shit. I'm actually just cruel. <laughs> you could say that, and right? some might. Some might. <laughs> some might. <laughs> um, but thanks to uh, Catfish for your call. You know, hold your horses. We'll get around to you in the queue. And yo, for a first call, that was real solid. Solid call. Thanks. Solid moniker. Yeah, asking asking some actual uh, apparently well thought out questions. You're already doing better than ninety nine percent of people call into this show. So thanks. Let's uh, let's listen to this next one. Yo yo, Kyle uh, here. A uh, couple things. One, right up top, I want to cast my vote for favorite caller, and that's going to go to uh, homie down in Florida, Fatty Hurst. Um, secondly, um, I recently moved back to Massachusetts from Denver, and I also recently played it on my social media bullshit and whatnot, but I realized that as shows are coming back, um, I'm going to miss out on a lot of flyers and show announcements that I would typically find on social media. So to count that instead of going back on social media or creating a burner account or something, I decided to create a Reddit um, subreddit r slash ma shows uh, for shows in Massachusetts. It's also already turned into like kind of like a New England shows thing, but um, yeah, ma shows is moderated by me and my best buds, the one known Ryan Donahoe. Um, check it out if you're in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, whatever, New England. Um, all right, later. Word. Check it out. Yeah, that's sick. Um, I think uh, I think a lot of people's hesitation to get off social media is is exactly what you just um, spoke about, which is just missing out on flyers, show announcement, things of that nature. But the fact of the matter is, um, just enough people have to be motivated to migrate um, that yeah. you can you know reasonably sustain that elsewhere because that would really be fucking ideal. Um, the, for sure. The closest I've ever been to participating in social media is a message board. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I rarely ever posted on message boards. Yeah. 
but I definitely fucking watch them. Yeah. For that very reason, right? They're yeah. The, they're, they're the best way to promote that shit. Absolutely. Yes. Social media is so fucking ephemeral and I guess schizophrenic yep. in its own way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I promoted a show on Facebook. Cool. So if you're not friends with in that immediate social circle, you'll never fucking know. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. And it, whereas, it's just cool to have like a central hub yes. that uh, you can go to and uh, there's your fucking shows. I don't know any of these motherfuckers who gives a shit. There's the fucking shows. Yeah. And that way, and you know, then you're actually just reaching your target audience directly. And if they choose to, you know, tell other yeah. people or share that elsewhere, sick, you know what I mean? So uh, I laud you for both getting off of social media and for making the attempt to uh, create sort of a centralized location where people can still find out about shows who maybe want to do the same thing. So if anybody's been considering deleting your social media, which I would definitely encourage, um, and you want to go elsewhere so that you don't miss out on things, uh, the subreddit r slash ma shows sounds like a dope thing and if it's curated by kawi and ryan donahoe you're not going to miss anything good because those are uh, two men of impeccable taste so and catfish jones yeah you know here's another just because we we think you should get off social media don't write songs about it if you feel if you feel the need to write songs about social media yeah rethink that. <laughs> that yeah that's another sign that you've aged it's kind out. of a sign like if if, if you want to if if you want to start like shaking your fist at clouds right right in your music think about it <laughs> for sure um all right let's uh let's listen to this last one hey just calling to say i side with applebee's that they leave the better voicemails i'm kind of a now a walking cliche but also curious I never really hear people talk about Henry Rollins as like spoken word and now he's been a huge focus on that. And that's, I guess, a, not just a priority, but a majority of what his career is known for, even outside of the punk spectrum. I feel like people are more, uh, would know of him because of his spoken word and his, uh, motivational speeches. But do you guys fuck with that? Do you guys think it has a artistic merit and kind of, uh, something that I guess would still be something if, say, Black Flag, his era Black Flag wasn't as big, or he wasn't in Black Flag and just stuck to SFA and kind of, uh, which Rollins Band, holy shit. Also, personally, I like Rollins Band Rollins over Black Flag Rollins, but Black Flag Rollins is my favorite era Black Flag. What's both of your guys' favorite era Black Flags, and do you think Mike Valley is a waste of, a uh, Black Flag shouldn't have been a thing with Mike Valley, and they should have just called it. And Greg Jinn is just off his rocker from it. It's probably a bunch of uh, incoherent rambling, but hey, just curious. Peace. There you go. AJ with some salient points. Yeah, there you go. You you, love to hear it. You just actually agreed with AJ. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For sure. Um, um, I would concur that uh, actually Rollins era Black Flag is is my favorite era of the band too. It's not necessarily a popular position, but it's one I've held basically my entire my entire thinking life since I was like thirteen. Uh, and it wasn't what I was introduced to Black Flag on, so you know I can't claim that it's uh, it's biased based on that. I just I just think he's a, a superior frontman in pretty much every regard. Um, I, I agree. I don't know. Is that actually controversial? It's not. I mean, co- it's not controversial per se. But there are a there's a huge contingent of people that think that Rollins was is the worst Black Flag vocalist. That's weird because I don't know. Like when I think of Black Flag bangers, 
I think of the ones that Rollins is on for sure. Yeah. You know, like, no, no I mean, doubt. you know, those, it's just, it is what it is. Maybe that's why is because, you know, those are the songs that you hear on Grand Theft Auto, right? Those are the ones that get fucking played on Tony Hawk skateboarding videos. Those are the ones that get fucking overexposed, right? Maybe. It's a little contrarian. I don't know. I mean, you know, frankly, you know, Black Flag, Black Flag from its nascency up, you know, I mean, the classic is, you know, the B-side of my war, right? Sure. Um, that's like seems to be kind of a turning point for them. Right. Um, you know, it's it's all fucking solid. Definitely. Um. But yeah, I mean, every time I hear Damaged, that's front to back a fucking banger, right? Every time I hear My War, right? Yep. Yeah, so. for sure. So also, in I guess, in regards to his spoken word career and whatnot, I, I, I'm not in a position to judge whether or not it has artistic merit. I think some of it is interesting, some of it isn't. But I do think that Rollins is um, a little soft for not just committing to, to saying that it is stand up. I think when he couches it um, in this idea that it's like spoken word performance art of some type, it, mm. it is like a, it's a get out of jail free card if he doesn't make you laugh because most of the specials of his that I have seen are definitely him just doing stand up basically with it's storytelling in there, you know? It, it's, it's basically, it, it's like, later era he basically is uh channeling george carlin on the back half of his of his career for sure yeah for sure so i think it's i think it's a a, a small stroke of cowardice for him to not just be like yeah man i'm trying to do stand-up um but nonetheless some of uh some of his specials i enjoy i think he is an engaging storyteller i like some of his writing i have a handful of his books um i i mean regardless of what you think of the dude's career uh if you like or dislike it uh, like the, the majority of his output, the, the dude has accomplished a whole lot and is a workhorse um, of of um, almost no compare. The man is literally constantly sure. doing things. And one of the best pieces of life advice I ever got from, was from Henry Rollins when I was a pretty young dude who, uh, who said that if I'm getting comfortable or resting on my laurels, um, it's the worst thing that I could ever do. And to always keep my eyes on the horizon and keep it moving, um, which I guess sounds like a, a self-explanatory thing, but for a 19-year-old coming from Henry Rollins, um, pretty motivating. So I got, uh, I got nothing but respect for the dude, regardless of what anybody happens to think about any music he's made or uh, career choices that he's made. I think he's... Um, He's living a dream that 99% of us have and 99% of us will, 98.9% of us will never achieve. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I have never actually listened to any of Henry Rollins spoken word. I know it's a thing. I know that it's somewhere between a comedy act and it's in like motivational speaking. Um, and like, I don't know, rantings on philosophy, I guess his personal philosophy. Sure which I can understand, but as somebody that constantly just vacillates between ranting and like cracking jokes and shit like that, I don't, I'm not really interested in watching somebody else do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what point, I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never, I never, it, it, it gets into that. It gets too much into that. Like, I, I just don't really care what almost anybody else thinks enough to pay attention to them. Sure. Yeah, which is as simple as that. I think it's fucking sweet that he's done what he does. Generally speaking, I like watching interviews with Henry Rollins as long as they're like not very long. Sure. Um, Because I'm just not going to read your books. I'm not going to fucking watch your speaking. I'm just not going to do it. Um, 
I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just not, I'm just gonna put on, uh, you know, I'm just gonna fucking put on an early Rollins band record instead. For sure. Which is a fair space to occupy. Um, before we wrap it up, I'll just read the two texts that we have. One is a vote for Applebee's, the person on best uh, demolition caller between Applebee's and AJ. Um, so AJ voted for Applebee's too. Uh, we also got one vote for Fatty, who wasn't actually on the ballot from Kawi, but uh, I, I could definitely see somebody taking that position. But um, I think it's hilarious that only one person felt compelled to text uh, their That's opinion true. on that. Yeah. So, so, um, we have a four way tie then. We, right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We have fatty, we have Joe, we have Applebee's and we have, uh, uh, G Michael Thomas. So, um, I'm going to say G Michael wins. Yeah, for sure. Fatty comes in second. Right. Uh, then, so. then Joe. <laughs> yeah. Then Applebee's. Yeah. Then yeah. AJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and the, fatty's, fatty's definitely a solid call though. For sure. No doubt. Um, and then the only other uh, text that we have is love my two gay dads going to bat for racist music. <laughs> yeah, you know, not all racist music, just good racist music. <laughs> just the good stuff. Make that right? distinction. Just, you know, you know, if you're going to play racist music, at least make it good. <laughs> for sure. Yes. Um, so on that note, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up for the evening. I will remind you, check the show notes. The histamine tape is up for grabs. Um, you know, we have a couple copies of the cold brats, um, tape left up too. if you missed out on that. Um, but I know I'm going to, I'm sending a few of them to, to a few distros soon here. So we probably won't have much of those left in stock for too long. Um, histamine numbers are, are pretty limited, but we got enough that if you want one, you can get your hands on it. Um, if you're a Patreon subscriber at the $10 and up tier, you get it for free. So, uh, I'll be going through the roster and checking, uh, checking to make sure there's no new subscribers this week. And if they are, then uh, expect a message from me on Patreon so I can get your uh, shipping address and I'll be getting those in the mail. Um, like I said, I'm still moving over the course of the next couple of days. So it might be a few days if you put your order in, but they'll go, they'll all go out within the next week or so. I'm, I'm pretty prompt on shipping stuff. Um, beyond that, if you like the show, rate and review it on iTunes, all that good shit. If you want to submit to the show, it's demolitionpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the music is a year or less old. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. And if you want to call and leave us a message or shoot us a text, it's 260-222-8341. Nate, you got anything else before we sign off? I took a shower at 7.30 p.m., Okay. right? Okay. A half hour before we started recording. Yeah. I smell like a bag of onions already. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what's going yeah. on. Dude. I stink immediately. So it's funny that you mention that because the other day when Josh posed to our group text, would I rather be you or Brandon? One thing that I forgot and I didn't feel like adding it later on because it occurred to me after the fact, after the discussion had already kind of we had pivoted, was that uh, you stink very quickly. I don't understand. And I was like, I, I, it would kind of suck to have to deal with, with like working up a sweat and stinking that quickly after bathing. It's, it's on, it's not always the same. Like if I get on a plane, Uh right. Yeah. I, I stink like onions. (laughs) I stink like a spice rack and onions within minutes, which is kind of fun on a plane. Sure. Yeah. Yeah kind of fun on the plane but i'm sitting here in my basement i literally have not expended any energy i got my workouts done for the day i bathed at 7 30 i i have been smelling myself for an hour and a half yeah man i don't, I, I don't what know what the fuck? i use soap i didn't bathe in the toilet <laughs> i use soap 
like a man, like a like a like a modern man, not like a fucking caveman on Stargate. Right. I don't understand what's going on. I'm literally gonna have to shower before going to bed because we just put clean sheets in the fucking bed. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. My heart goes out for you though. My heart goes out to you. Um so <laughs> on that note, on <laughs> your unseemly aroma, we'll uh we'll sign out for the night. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.